How's it going, guys? Welcome back to this first episode for the new season for the League of Ireland Zone podcast. I'm Jamie. Jamie. I'm here with Dylan, and we've got a new addition here. We've got Luke McQuillan. How are you doing, Luke? Good. Thanks for, thanks for that, uh, Jamie. That's a, a great introduction. Very happy with that. Yeah, so Luke does a lot of great work at Drogheda, whether it be interviewing players. He's a, a great part of Drogheda's media team, and we're delighted to have him on board for, for a few of these podcast episodes. So, Dylan, you're back for another year. Of course, I got in. Yeah, happy man. Uh, I don't know. I don't know really yet. We've made some Actually, signings we'll get in the last later. few days. But uh, fair play to you anyway. And then, so now, boys, all right, five games, big season ahead. Just quickly, I'll ask you about a question before we start going into the games. Mm. Is the Premier Division stronger or weaker than it was last year? Stronger. Um, stronger. I don't know. It. I. I don't know. I. Uh, yeah, it'd probably be stronger, wouldn't it? It'd have to be. Like, Yeah, I think, you know, the two sides that come up, UCD and Shells, are very strong. But for yeah. me, I would love it if Waterford uh, had stayed up because, you know, UCD, we all love them, you know, they're good football. But at the same time, Colin Whedon and Liam Kerrigan look like they're going to be poached in the summer and then we'll have to see where they get to. But, you know, UCD always unearths a few gems. Anyway, boys. Yeah, it's so, going to be uh, an interesting one. Yeah. So, five games. We'll start off in Oil Park. A load of changes for these two sides. So, it's Dundalk and Derry. So, first of all, obviously, Dundalk, new manager, Stevie O'Donnell. I'm not going to speak about him anyway. So, uh, they've brought in loads of players, whether it be on loan from England. They've nicked a few from Pats, I'm afraid. And they're playing Derry. I think everyone's talking about Derry now coming into this season. They've signed a lot of quality. Uh, They've got, obviously, a lot of backing from this owner. They have one of the biggest budgets in the league and they're really talking about maybe Chancellor Shamrock Rover. So we'll see how that goes. This game will be a big tester. Uh, Luke, I think you had the privilege of seeing them dark last week against Drada. What did you think of them? Um, to tell you what, I don't think they were they were great the other night against Drada. Um, look, not to take away from Drada's performance, I Drada done very, very well, but Dundalk didn't look great. Um, big rebuild up there with them this season. I think they've got a lot of new players in. Um, new manager, new new owners. It's it's completely new for them this year. I know it's the same owners and that as previous, and you know a lot of the same people are coming back to the club. But it's it's still a rebuild. You know they've a lot of players uh, coming abroad, coming from outside the league as well, coming in. Um, is obviously it may take them players a while to settle. Um, they've obviously um got a few from Pats as well, Mountney, Benson, Bone. You know what I mean. So, you know I think look. You know, Bone didn't look great the other night, I have to say. Obviously, Mountney's still not fit enough to play. Um, Benson, you know, I thought Benson done a, a decent enough job um, the other night. But I tell you what, I don't... I, I think it's a tough game for them now um, against Derry. And it's a, it's a great opportunity for Derry to start off with three points, I think. Yeah. So, Dylan, all right. Over to the northwest. Uh, your side of the country. Have you been keeping up with Derry? And what do you think of their off-season? Um, I think... Possibly the best transfer window. I don't think any any club comes near them in that category. Yeah, uh, they brought in some great players. Obviously, you know McElhenney and uh, Duffy, two stand out to me. How to, how they were able to bring them back? Uh, it was fucking <coughs> unreal. And uh, yeah, we played them a few weeks. Money, ago. that's why. <laughs> yeah, money, yeah. money, actually, yeah. Um. Yeah, that actually, that, that probably had a big uh, influence on that. 
but we played them a few weeks ago and uh, they only drew nil all with us. So I don't know what I don't know what their team was like that day because they didn't release uh, team news, so they could just played like a, a second team. Yeah. But I don't know. To be honest, do I think they could challenge Shams this year? I'm not sure. I think Shams are still a bit too strong for most teams in the league. But we'll just yeah. have to wait to see. I got you. For me, I think with mm. Derry, they've definitely decided to strengthen. But the exciting thing from a Derry perspective is they're signing players in two and three year deals. For yeah. the first time, you know, it's not Shamrock Rovers that are getting all these players in two or three year contracts. And although it might take them a year to bet in, you know, with so many new faces, like they have a the foundation set now, they can start building on it. I think that's what's really exciting on the Derry fans up there. Um, obviously, you know, the increased investment is going to be good. They have European football this year. So that obviously helps in attracting players. Mm. But one that's gone under the radar, I know it happened late, but for me, Matty Smith was one of the players of the year last year. He was up there for part class player of the year for me anyway. And for him to go to Derry, like you were saying, John, to add to Duffy, McElhenney, Patching, McGonagall, Brandon Kavanagh, the list goes on and on. Like, Akintunde, there's so many good strikers there. Um, they're going to score goals. One thing I questioned about Derry is maybe they lack a midfielder. Like, obviously, McElhenney, Patching, they're two very good midfielders. They're yeah. very attacking. You have Kieran Harkin, who would obviously be sitting there. Maybe they lack one more uh, in defence. Thompson's me, still with them, isn't he? He is, yeah. He was very good last season, yeah. yeah he was but for me, the one big um, deal that Derry got over the line is not even necessarily a sign, and it's the fact that they're able to keep on toll. Like, yeah. Tall had, had interesting was... parts last summer. It's amazing. Like, he's such a good player, and another year of his development should be big. And like that as well, you have Ronan Boyce. So, overall, they're a solid squad. So, very, very solid, yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. And even in goal, Brian Maher, another shrewd signer. So, boys, all right, going forward to this game in Oriel. Uh, I think we both alluded to how you feel about the two teams. What do we think in terms of score predictions? I'll go to you, Luke, first. Um, yeah, no matter. I think it'll be 2 0 to the Derry. Mm. I think and that you don't? Derry's, Derry's quality was. Um, 2-1 to Derry. 2-1 Derry. I will go 3-1 Derry City. Anyway, cool. all right. Now, the game on TV, I have to say, I'll be at this one and I'm, I'm looking forward to it, although I'm very, very nervous. Uh, Shells and Pats, Dublin Derby that most people probably aren't aware of. Being a Pats fan, I know I'm a bit more about it. You know, this is a big game. Uh, Shells obviously haven't been in the Premier Division a lot. But when this game happens, there'll be a great atmosphere. Obviously, the TV cameras will be down there. It'll be a sellout, I'd assume. So um, it looks to be a good occasion. Obviously, Damien Duff's new Shells side, that's going to draw up a lot of attention. What do you think of Damien Duff going to Shells and his new recruits, Luke? Um, look, yeah, yeah, look, there's no denying it's interesting, the signings he's made and also the, the players he let go. You know what I mean? He let go of probably like 80% of that team that won down the league last year. Ryan, Ryan Brennan, um, Dale Rooney, Georgie Poynton, so many to name, Michael O'Connor, uh, Yo-Yo Maddy. You know what I mean? There's a lot of players there that they've lost because of, you know, well, obviously, like, it's interesting that he's let, let them go and, you know, move on to different things and that. And then, obviously, he's brought his own signings in, like so Jordan McAniff, Mark Coyle, Abe Dervin, Connor Kane, uh, Arnold Driscoll, you know, all really, really good signings. Sean Boyd as well, it was a decent sign as well. Um, 
your man Jordan McAnefa have to say from Arsenal uh, is a great sign and if they can get him fit now this season I think that'll be a big player for them but um, you know it, it's definitely interesting I don't I said it a few weeks ago and I'd probably stick by it um, even after they've signed Jordan McAnefa I don't think they'll do as well as everyone is you know probably suggesting they will do uh, I've seen like a lot of predictions of shells being in Europe and all that but I, I can't see them crazy pushing for it so I think it's about consolidating, staying up. That's what they want, and that's what Daniel Duff will be looking to do. And um, you know, I, I think they will do it as well. But it's an interesting, it's an interesting one. You know, Duff will draw a lot of eyes in the league, um, from outside the league as well. You know what I mean? People who've never really watched the league, you know, mm-hmm. people say that Damien Duff's the manager. You know what I mean? That will, you know, draw attention to it. So, you know, I think if Damien Duff gets a few games where that they don't go from, I think he'll be under the pressure as well, um, because you know it's. Of the person of the, of the person and the caliber of person they have at the club, so, um, you know, I think it's it's an interesting one, and uh, you know, I look forward to seeing how how you how well he does or or upset, you know, definitely. So, uh, Dylan, we've seen so many players, and they eventually became managers who spent most of their playing career over in England, you know, and then when they come back to Ireland, whether it be in management or coaching, they seem to struggle a little bit. We've seen it uh, last year with Mike Neal and John Sheridan. Yeah, uh, how do you think? Damien Duff will fare. Obviously, he doesn't know the league. I'd argue maybe he's brought in some good staff and the likes of Joey O'Brien. But uh, how do you feel that dynamic will be? I, I, I'm, on, I'm on the fence about it, to be honest. Um, obviously, you know, he's had his experience with football, obviously, over the years. But is this, I don't know if this is like first, um, as in like his first management job it is, as yeah. a professional club, is it? Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. Fair for taking over a team that's just been promoted and bringing in the types of players he brought in. I don't see it going wrong for him. It's no. just all down to the tactics he uses now and how he shapes up the team and stuff. But I, I, to be honest, I'm not I'm not a Shelburne fan, but I I hope it does go right for him, so he can uh, move on better. In years to come, yeah. But for for the sake of, if they're gonna be challenging us for Europe and stuff, I I hope I hope he doesn't do do well. <laughs> of course, um, I think they've been very smart in their recruitment. They haven't taken too many risks. The players that they brought in, like Luke was saying, Mark Coyle, A. Durvin, Adam O'Driscoll, they've played in the Premier Division. They may be shown for the weaker teams that they'll be competing against. Uh, yeah. Connor Kane's another big one. Um, so Damn all her. these players, yeah, loads. Of, they've got proven in the Premier Division, and although Damien Duff mightn't be having experience like that, and Joey O'Brien's a big one for me. Joey O'Brien has one of the best football brains in this league. For him to be part of that coaching team is going to be huge for them. And I think it's big for the league. Everyone in the league, you know, Shelburne fan or not, should be hoping that Damien Duff has a good season because the interest mm-hmm. he will bring, even as a Pats fan, um. The interest it will bring to have Damien Duff doing well will be unparalleled. Yeah. Like he's one of the the biggest Irish football figures ever. He's right up there yeah. with the likes of Roy Keane, Robbie Keane, Paul McGrath. Absolutely. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Anyway, I think uh, as well, it's a big one for him. You know, I think he's he has he knows the shells quite well. Obviously, he's mm. been with the club now a few years. People yeah. might not know that, but he's been under he's been the under seventeen manager with Luke Byrne, um, yeah. you know, shells captain. So. Uh, I think it's a big one for him. You know, I think you know taking that step. It's a big step up now into the, into the senior role. Obviously, from under seven ends, it's a completely different thing. But 
um, you know, I think I think you know he knows the club quite well, so I can't see it going okay for him, you know. Yeah, brilliant. All right. Anyway, on to last year's FAI champions, Celtic finished second, and um, a lot of people would have been expecting them to maybe be looking to push on and challenge Rovers this year. Yeah. Obviously, we, we know a lot of turmoil off, uh, during the off season, but uh, I'll go to you, Dylan. What do you think of Pat's off season? Are they ready to challenge Rovers this year? <sighs> to be honest, no. As I said earlier when we were talking about Derry, I don't think any club can really uh, challenge them yet. Yeah. But if any could, it would either it would be more Derry than Pats, but Pats wouldn't be far off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, I thought Pats off season's been good. They've held on to to very key players, mm. but the the main losses for you was uh, Jaros and Smith. In my yeah. opinion. Lee Desmond as well. Desmond's Desmond a big one. Yeah. Um so Luke, obviously Dylan just went on about three huge players that we lost. Uh I think everyone's talking about Owen Doyle coming back. You know, he's a huge player, he scored goals in England. How do you think he'll transfer when he goes into playing the League of Ireland? He's thirty three years of age now, so he's sort of getting on a little bit. A bit. How do you think he'll do this year? Yeah, look, obviously, you know, I think the whole thing of... I've seen a lot of people get, like, you know, talking about giving him a three-year deal at the age of 33 and all that. But to be fair, you have to do what you have to do to get a player like that to come to your club, you know what I mean? Um, big, big, you know, big respect for Tim. Absolutely, you know, he's done a, ma- a brilliant job with Drada. Um, you know, he took us to, to the Premier Division, kept us up, you know what I mean? Was absolutely unbelievable. Brought through some unbelievable talent. Uh, which I've obviously moved on, which I'm sure we will talk about. But it's um it's brilliant, and I'm delighted that Tim has gotten this opportunity. Tim's been brilliant um for Drada, so I hope that he can he can do really really well with with Pats. But bringing out in Owen Doyle is a big one, you know what I mean? He'll get he'll get them goals, you know what I mean? I've I've put him down as me top goal scorer as well this season because I think he's gonna I think he's gonna cause a lot of defensive problems this season, um and he's gonna be a big player. He's a poacher as you seen on the weekend, uh, as you seen last on Friday there. Obviously, like it was a it was a scuff shot, um, yeah. In the end, and and Manus probably could have done better, and probably should have done better. But you know, when it spills there, I think maybe Pat were lacking that little bit of a, a finisher there last season, um, and you know he's going to do that now this season. A big number nine, and and he's going to be a big player for Pat this season. I do think, hundred percent. All right, so over to the game now in Talca Park. Like I was saying, going to be an amazing atmosphere at this game. Really looking forward to it. Uh, how do you see this one going, Luke? Oh, it's going to be a big game. I think Pats... I think Shells are going to make it very difficult for Pats to really get at and going. Um, you know, I think it'll be a tough game and I do think it'll be, you know, a scrappy game. I can see it being a scrappy game. Uh, sort of atmosphere it's going to be and, and sort of cagey game. I can see it being like that. But I think Pats are going to win out 1-0. I think it'll be a scrappy late goal. I think that's what I'm going for. I like the sound of that. Dylan, what do you think? Um... Shelburne just come up and to be honest they don't look too bad nope. Um, and obviously you know Pats they were good last season but they just need to get off to a perfect start against uh, Shells but I, I don't know I don't know um, it's a difficult I'm gonna, one I'm going to go I'm going to go with a nil nil draw okay oh my god you know what? This might surprise you, Luke. I agree with uh, Dylan. I think it'll end up being a draw. Yeah, a draw. I don't yeah, think there'll be many goals in it. 
I don't yeah. think there'll be many goals. I think both teams are going to set up really, really well. I think mm. shells are going to come in and they're going to just make it difficult. Uh, and it's a, it's a tight pitch in Talca, you know, it so is. the really fans is, will yeah. be right up against it. So, uh, you know, look, anything can happen. You know, pa- shells could nick it. Pa- that's the way I'm looking at it. Shells could nick it or Pats could nick it, but mm. I do think it'll be 1 0 Pats themselves. Yeah, I just think when you're looking at Pats, we brought in nine new players. That's absurd if you're trying to push a, a team to the top of the league. Shells, obviously, they brought in a lot of new boys as well. One key yeah. thing that I'm looking at for this, Shells obviously haven't had a great preseason results wise, but they've been in since uh, before Christmas. So they've all been jamming for a long yeah. time. They've got most <clears> of their boys <throat> done already. Obviously, they've added Dan Carr and Jordan McInef in recent weeks, but mainly, you know, they're, they've gelled together. They know how they're going to play. Damien Duff has his philosophy drilled into them. Whereas with Pats, you know, the amount of new players that we brought in recently as well. Just makes me think it might be two or three weeks before we start really playing our best football. With that said, last week against Rovers, we were very good. But yeah, we played always, very well today. We always raise our game to Rovers, so we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go with a one-all draw. I think Dan Carroll probably scores as well. All right, so now onto your team, Luke. So you're away yeah. to Finn Harps in Finn Park. Talk Great about a hard opening. Oh, I think yeah. that is. Absolutely crazy. A typical League of Ireland fixture in February. It's going to be freezing. It's going to be raining up in Finn Park. How do you see it going? Oh, uh, very tough one to predict. I've, I've been spending the last few days, you know, since the Dundalk game, like sort of picking the game apart and, you know, where we can hurt them and that. And I do, look, obviously there's going to be a lot of places we will hurt them, I think, but it's going to be a very, very tough game, you know. No, no one ever gets it easy up there, no matter who you are. You never get right. it easy. Finn Harps is a, it's a difficult one looking at them, you know. I don't you can't really predict that with Finn Harps at the moment because it's you know, they've a lot of new players, a lot of players coming in from outside the oh, league. I'll just go through the, the new players quickly. Yeah, just, go ahead. Some of these players are crazy. So you have the likes of Jesse Devers, who Dylan would know a lot from last year, and Regan Donnan. Yeah. Yeah, Rob Schlieven, uh Bastian Harry, Yo Yo Maddy, Erdal Alkin, the first Turkish player to ever play in the League of Ireland. And then this guy, mm-hmm. Philip apologies for this pronunciation. Uh Mila Kalejevic. So he's a striker. He scored goals in Croatia. So did they not they're... sign a, a Spanish fella as well? They did, yeah. Sorry. That's they another did, one. So yeah. that's three foreigners coming into the league there. And as well, Bastian Heri and Yaya Madi. That's five players that you wouldn't associate as an Ali Horgan player. So that's something to take into account as well. They're like I'd definitely associate To be honest, players. I'd only associate two of them Hardware. as a as a Ali Horgan player. Yeah, exactly. So endeavors. That's, that's another one to think about. Maybe They've changed their transfer philosophy. We'll see how that goes. But anyway, sorry, Luke, to cut you off. Continue. Yeah, no problem. It's it's an it's an interesting one. I think it's a difficult one for for to break down as a game. I think it'll be another scrappy game. I don't think it'll be a real game of. I don't think it'll be a real game of real quality. Um, it's a very very tough one to say, but I, I I'm confident. You know, you're quietly confident about about getting draw to getting three points. It'd be a great start. It's what we need. You know, obviously we've had lost a lot of players and. Um, but I think we've replaced most of them. Um, obviously, the likes of James Brown and that is the players you, you can't replace. Um, of the quality they bring, you know what I mean. And he's been come through, and he's, in my opinion, is the best best fullback in the country last the last year. Um, so it's a very very tough one. Um, on that front, but I do think we have replaced them in in in, in different areas. You know what I mean. I think we've replaced players very well. Uh, brought in some more experience, some more young lads as well coming through. So I'm 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 positive, you know. But 
I do think it will be a very, very difficult game up against uh, Finn Harps. Yeah. Uh, who do you see being the key players for Drogheda going into this season, Luke? Obviously, you brought in a lot of players from inside the league and outside the league. Who are you looking at for the stand man for Drogheda for this upcoming year? Yeah, I think Darren Mark is going to be another big one for us this season. Um, yeah. I thought he was unbelievable last season for us. Unbelievable. Um, and I, I, thought, I think I was delighted to see that he'd, you know, signed a new contract and that ahead of the new season. Um, and he's been very good in pre-season from what I've seen. Uh, I was very impressed with against Dundalk there the other day. Obviously, we've got the Deegan, Gary Deegan, who's going to be a big player again for us this season. Massey as well, uh, captain this season. So he's got a different role, you know, completely different role from this year. Um, so he's got the, you know, the role of bringing younger players on. And same with the experienced lads like Deegan as well. And I think Foley as well coming in as a big one, you know, he got goals for Harps last season. Um, obviously, he had a difficult second half of the season. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing how he does. Dean Williams as well, Dylan Grimes. There's a few, you know what I mean? I'm, I think there's a, there's a lot, of, lot of things to be optimistic about. I'm very impressed with the fullbacks as well, Evan Weir. Very, very impressed with him. So, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see it. You know what I mean? I'm excited to see the new lads getting, getting going. Now, I've seen a few games in preseason, but you can't really, you know, you can't really say anything about preseason. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting one preseason. We're obviously we've been missing a few as well, so getting them all fit and back in will be good. And but, but I'm looking forward to it now. You know. Yeah. So, uh, Dylan, obviously, Finn Harps. I'm sure you're used to going up there on away trips. Um. How do you think Ollie Horgan and his men will do? You know, Ollie Horgan is very pessimistic in all of his interviews. He always is. Hmm. He's saying that they're weaker than last year, which is something that you don't usually hear a manager say. But uh, how do you feel that? Never give that away. Of course not. Uh, how do you feel they're going to be uh, going into this new season? Obviously, a lot of new players, a lot of unusual players, as we alluded to yeah. earlier. Um, I don't know. I I see a lot of Harps fans being. A little too optimistic this season, um. But I don't know. They've made they made some good signings actually. Bastian Harry isn't too bad despite his uh his time at uh Derry and Bowes, but if he can bring bring the form that he had at uh Waterford, uh, it'd be brilliant for Harps, and also yeah. Yo Yo Maddie. I really really rate Maddie as a player. I remember when he was at UCD, he was supposed to. He was linked to us for a while and he never went through. I, I really do rate him. But I don't know. Jesse Devers as well. I didn't really I didn't really like him too much when he played for us. Uh other than when he got that goal against Dundalk. It was a key Great key uh, moment for us. And obviously Donlin's gone up there as well. I know him from his time at us. And then there's those players that they signed from Turkey, Spain, and Croatia, was it? Yeah, Croatia. Yeah, like... That, they don't seem like players that a manager like Ollie Horgan would be going after, but maybe he's changing his ways now. Um, But, I don't know. Harps is a, diffi- it's a difficult uh, difficult team to really yeah. predict anything from. They're, they're too unpredictable, if you know what I'm saying. Definitely. And I well, think as well this year, you know, you're looking at Harps, you know, we don't know where they are, but it's the likes of Shelburne and UCD coming up. I yeah. think last year they sort of had a free hit in Longford, to be honest with you. They probably didn't strengthen enough as they had to. And I think this year is a completely different season for Harps, you know. If Harps are not on the money this year, suddenly they could be in huge trouble. Obviously, they get out of the playoff most years, but you never know. I think the goal for Ollie. If you give him a nine-place finisher, he'll bite your hand off. 
he does that yeah. every year. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Anyway, how I do, do I do not? think, I do think this might be Ollie yeah. Horgan's last year at Finn Harps. I could I have, see I have a feeling it might be his last year. Mm. So when we go into score predictions, right? Obviously, the end is Finn Park. That's something to take into account. Um, what score do you think it'll end? <clears throat> I'm gonna go. F- I I think this will be a very good game uh, as a neutral to watch, and it will be. High scoring as well. I'm gonna go with a wild three all draw. Crazy. A wet, windy night in Bally Buffet under the floodlights. <laughs> what what else three would you other than a three three draw as a neutral? That's a crazy prediction. Anyway, Luke, what do you think? Obviously your your own team playing away. Uh, how do you feel yeah. the game's gonna go? It's gonna be an interesting trip up. I think it's gonna be you know um it's a tough one, obviously. We don't know what harp's gonna be like and, and that so um you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two one draw. That's what I'm gonna go for. I like it. Um, you heading down to the game, are you, Luke? Yeah, I think I am. I think so. so lads, if any of you Finn Harris fans, if you win, feel free to slag Luke. Um, all right. So I will probably go with a a boring one all Finn Harris. We'll be all over them, and they just won't be able to crack them. Uh, I was thinking one all as well. Yeah. I was gonna always two one or one all. Go for two one. Go on. <laughs> Have to be positive. All right. And then the final game on the Friday, you have Shamrock Grovers against UCD. Obviously, this game, you, it was going to be held behind closed doors due to the firework incident. And uh, there's been a bit of a change there. They've gotten a 5,000 euro fine and they can play this game with four crowds. So that's been a little bit of a change that's happened in the last few weeks. But anyway, um, Rovers, they're, they're going to be trying to retain their, uh, their title now this season. How do you see this one going, Luke? Do you think that Rovers would have strength enough to retain their title? Or do you think that it'll be harder for them this year? Um I look it'll obviously, you know, it it's it depends, you know, it depends how de- well Derry gets started and Pats as well, but you know, a lot of teams that have a lot of players that are new to each other, so it may take them to bit of time to get used to each other, but like obviously Pats don't like they have a few new ones, but not many. Obviously Derry have a have a big have a new enough squad as well, a lot of quality as we said, but I don't think that Shamrock Rovers will will concede their title this season. I think they'll retain it again. But this game now against UCD is going to be a, a big, big, big one for you for them. You know what I mean? For Rovers, it'd be great to, for them to start off with a big win. I'm sure they'll be looking at a big win, a big three points, and that uh, get themselves going and, and get get the confidence going. Because I think Shamrock Rovers, if they can get playing with confidence this season, um, you know, I don't think they'll be they'll be. I don't think anyone will stop them. So, um, looking at the game, I I think it's going to be a a comfortable enough win for uh, Rovers, I'd say. Yeah, so Dill, obviously, I think everyone agrees, if Shamrock Rovers start winning early in Tala, they can make it to Fortress. Um, what's your opinion on the matter with the, the firework incident and the, the no crowds being changed to a fine? You know, it's all a bit messy. Um, but with that said, you know, I probably believe the right decisions were made mm. in the end. What's your Mental. It's, it's, it's unbelievable, I think. I think it's a bit, you know, it's, it's interesting how it's like, you know, you know, it was started off. They had got this ban, and then mm. and now it's just been overturned like that. You know what I mean? I don't know. There's a lot of talk. You know, not my opinion here, but a lot of people would argue that you know maybe Shamrock Rovers have a bit more power than every other club. And if it was yeah. a different club, maybe they'd struggle to get it. Uh, you know, suspension like this overturned. What do you think about that? Dylan? That narrative. Um, I do think overturning it was the right right uh, choice. But mm. if I if I was if it was my decision, 
I let the fans into the game, but the fine would be what like the gate receipts. Yeah, I all the money that Sam's earned from yeah letting getting people into the game should be that should that should be the fine. I think five thousand is too little. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Like when you think of it, then. Like Shamrock Rovers could easily get five thousand tickets sold for this game. They're charging a lot. They're charging oh, the most for tickets. Yeah, very very easily good. Let's say five thousand to be conservative. Suddenly, if you're averaging averaging fifteen euro per ticket, you know you're looking at a lot of money. What's that? Seventy-five thousand. So five thousand euro fine is slap on the wrist. Uh, I think Don't that's a way better alternative. So. Over to UCD. Obviously, UCD is a bit of a, a weird club. They obviously Yo-yo don't club. sign any players. <laughs> Yo-Yo Club. I give shout out to Yo-Yo Club as well. Um, so, UCD, they don't sign any players really, but they get players on scholarship. They obviously have their two main men, Colin Whelan and Liam Kerrigan, until the summer. And Keeney. And Keeney. And- can't forget Keeney. Uh, until the summer anyway, with the two with boys. The two so, we'll see how that goes. But for the minute, how do you see UCD lining up? They obviously always play good football. Um, they are after signing a few good players, I have to say. I'll go into two of them when I'm, when I'm gone about my spiel in a few minutes. But uh, how do you feel they'll line up this season, Dylan? I actually don't know that much about UCD, to be honest. I don't I don't really yeah. look into UCD. It's mm, just not so hard to keep up seasons. with. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, it's, it's just so confusing. Because players come and go on scholarships and all that. All I, I know every season is just an easy 12 points. <laughs> well, 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 well. Be interesting, let's see. Yeah, Luke, what's your opinion on that? Easy 12 points, he says. Well, it's going to be funny when UCD points. win all four games. <laughs> hey, they knocked three past last in the better. first game. Sorry, go on, Luke. Huh? Go on, Luke, continue. Sorry, Sorry. there'll be... It'll be 3 0 3 nil UCD against Logo at halftime, and it'll be, it'll be <laughs> oh well, no, I was wrong. But no, I'm only joking. Oh, um, they'll be killed in the group. It's an interesting one. Yeah, there would, but no, it's an interesting one. Um, with UCD, it's obviously they've got players in the scholarships, as you said. Uh, Dylan Duffy from Rovers. I think it's Thomas Lonergan. Am I right in saying yeah, that, Dylan? He's, he's an amazing player. Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard he's quite good. So, uh, striker, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a good signing. You know what I mean? If, if they can get him going, like he'd be good. And obviously, they've got Colin Whelan and uh, Liam Kerrigan, who'll be with them until the summer. So, uh, see what interesting to see what they do now in the summer, who they'll go to, you know. Um, but I have to say, I'm I'd I'd say it's going to be a tough one for them to obviously stay up, which I'm yeah. sure they'd love to do. But it will be very difficult. I think they'll cause teams problems. I don't think it's a it is an easy win against them. You know what I mean? I think it is going to be they they do play good football. Um, so there's some teams in the league that might have a bit of a weak enough defence that, you know, they might be able to get at and cause problems. But I'd be a bit uh, worried for UCD in, in their in their own defence. Um, Definitely, very yeah. very shaky, like I'd say. So I think they will leak a lot of goals, but maybe. They, but you never know. But yeah, yeah, I don't see an awful lot for them this season. I think with UCD, a lot of people would associate them like what you're saying. Luke. Good attack, play great football, but probably lack that defensive solidity, uh, solidity that they usually would have yeah. if you're a normal club. Because obviously all the players are so young, you know, it's natural. Uh, I think a key player for them will be Sam Todd. He started his career yeah. up in Finn Harps. Good player, very good defender. Um, and with that said, though, you know, it's hard for him to to run yeah. in defence at the age of, what, 20, 21. But, um, the yeah, like you alluded to, exactly, like you alluded to, Tommy Lonergan. 
Uh, I know a good bit about him from the Pats Academy. He is some player. Uh, yeah. Pats actually wanted to keep him. Um, he wants to go out and find some first-team football, which is a good sign, you know. He has a bit of ambition rather than sitting in an under-19 squad. Um, he is very, very talented. I think he's bagging them in in pre-season as we speak. Obviously, you can't read into pre-season too much, but you know, as we know, every single year, UCD lose their players, but there's always another one coming through. And with uh, Colin Whelan, obviously destined for a different club soon enough, um, the likes of Tommy Larnigan will be coming through. So, all right. Uh, we'll go back to the champions quickly, just Dylan, before we give our prediction. So, they've brought in, obviously, Jack Byrne. He's back. Uh, they've also got Andy Lyons. How do you feel about their two acquisitions? Um... I think that Andy Lyons one, I'm looking forward to the first, you know, big Dublin derby between them two. And, uh, oh, just just seeing, just seeing if like anything spectacular happens at Lyons. But yeah, I think that's a good sign for Shams. It gives uh, gives them a better option to like Cannon mm, in, in a tree that. back, and Lyons can just go forward then. And, and uh, Jack Byrne coming back, that's brilliant for them. But will he have the same impact? Yeah, obviously he had a left? really bad injury. Yeah. Don't know, yeah, after that injury. I don't know, possibly. All right. So obviously Luke said, you know, convincing him for Shamrock Rovers. What do you feel the score will be? Uh, straight 4-0, 4-0 chance. 4-0, I said 2 now. So UCD fan, but yeah, I think very, very hard task. All right. Now, on to the Saturday game. So we have Sligo, your club down playing Bowes. You know, obviously, yeah. this game is a different day to the other four, so I'd encourage everyone to watch it if they don't mind spending the seven euro, which is a, a story for another day, anyway. And um, Sligo obviously bows. So, yeah, for me, you could disagree with me here, lads. I think it's a really good attack in bows against a really good defence in Sligo. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how the game goes. You've obviously got, you know, so much firepower in that bow squad. You know, Twardek Jr. Cassidy, Promise, just to name a few. And then you look at Sligo's defence. You know, McGinty, that kid that they brought in from, from Rio Ave, is the, the team in Portland. Yeah, and Nando Pinyaka. Yeah, that's him there. And then, uh, obviously, you have the... They've retained their defence, which is not something that you see in a lot of League of Ireland teams. Robbie yeah. McCourt, Lewis Banks, there's so many quality defenders there. Then, obviously, Greg Borderson. So... <clears throat> That makes it an interesting one, you know, attack versus defence. How do you see it going, Dylan? How do you see that dynamic playing out? Uh, after the after the last few days, I don't see it as a attack versus defence at this point. I see it more a, a nearly balanced team versus mm-hmm. an early balanced Sligo Rovers versus okay. an attack in Bows, which is making me feel better about the game because yeah, our defence is so good that we could easily hold off this Bows attack. And see, yeah. I don't think Bose's defence is good enough for all these players that we have that are just coming in now, like uh, uh, Max Mata that we signed today. I've seen some clips of him. He actually he looks such he looks like such a serious player. Yeah, New Zealand. And uh, we got this Hamilton fella from uh, over in America, two time MLS Cup winner, which uh, very he, he can bring uh, that kind of experience over here and performing the league. We uh, brought in Fitzgerald from Derry. Who looked yeah. very good in the, in the two preseason games I watched there against Atlone and uh, Finn Harps. Mm. I'm going to throw another name in there just for you to, to look out for the season. 
Killian Heaney. The young, the yeah, young player, yeah. just like, just like Johnny Kenny. Um, he scored two there against Atlone at the weekend. Unfortunately, he could have made it a hat-trick, but he missed a penalty, uh, so which is unlucky for him. But, I don't know. I don't I don't see us in uh, that much bother, as people are saying we are now, yeah. after uh, bringing in uh, Jordan Hamilton and Matt there the last few days. But yeah. there's also another signing that's possibly being made in the next few days, which is uh, Joshua Bowie, former under-23 player for uh, United, Manchester United. Okay. Uh, so hopefully, we're getting all the inside scoops here. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully we can get that uh, that transfer done because he looked very good against that loan, and supposedly he was very good up in Derry. In that draw, yeah. But when you're looking at Bowes as well, they brought in players like Twardek. I uh, he was he was quite he was he was so good there at Bowes in, in his first spell, and he was good at us as well. Mm. But then they've lost players like Georgie Kelly, which is going to be a massive, massive loss for Bowes. I don't know how to get over that loss. I don't know if Cassidy is good enough to replace yeah. him, to be honest. But, you know, it's Keith Long. He'll find a way to make it work, and hopefully he doesn't find it quick enough before Saturday. <laughs> Definitely. So, uh, Luke, obviously these sides, you know, they've brought in a lot of new players, like we see at every league of any side. The difference between Sligo and Bowes and then the rest of the league would be they've done their business very late, you know, both of them have brought in players up until this week. So, how do you see that dynamic going? Would they be fit enough, do you think, to play in these sort of games or will it take them a few weeks to get up to speed? Um, yeah, like it depends uh, on what they've been doing uh, with match fitness and that over the last few weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to know, to be honest. So, it could be like I don't, I don't think any of us really able to really know what they've been doing over the last few yeah. weeks. If they've been, you know, training with Sligo, if they've been training, you know, with different teams or whatever. So, um, yeah, look, it's it's... It's like I think Sligo. I think look, Dylan is very optimistic, um, which obviously you have to be, um, if you're a fan, obviously. But it's uh, it's a difficult one, you know. I think it's you know I'm sure there is definitely some Sligo fans who will be disappointed, um, you know it was set up to be a really really solid window, um, for them, you know. I think after the season they had last year, getting third and that, and qualifying for Europe again, and. You know, they they had a really, really good season. Uh, really, really good for most of the season. Probably only had a bit of a blip uh, halfway through the season, coming towards the end, but they got really, really good again. So, um, obviously, they've lost a few good players, a few key players and that, but I think everyone has. I think everyone has, you know. So, um, I, look, I don't think they'll be in any, any bother, but um, I think it, it may take a few weeks before you start making predictions if, if they'll be challenging for Europe or not, you know. Uh, yeah, same with Bowes. Exact same with Bowes. Um, and it's the same with Dundalk as well, you know what I mean? Them three teams are sort of in the same bracket league. Yeah. Um, of that. So I don't really know if, if if either three of them will push for Europe or someone outside that might. But it, it's a tough one to really, to really crack. And then, um, it'll, it may take a few weeks before we make start making any of them predictions, you know? Yeah. All right. So Dylan, I'll go to you first since uh, you have a horse in this race. Sligo Bows in the showground. Give me a score prediction. Um, I don't know. Because it's going to be one of them games where it's either going to be really tight or it's going to be all one-sided. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick with Sligo on this one, and uh, I'm gonna go with a, a three-nil win for a bit of rest. Oh. <laughs> Jesus! I love his predictions. This fella's predictions. <laughs> He's out there, isn't he? <laughs> Controversial. Nil all. And and also. <laughs> Max Matt a hat trick. 
Just Dylan. Pack it in. Pack it in. It, that's to, that's to be placed though. That's to be placed. Hey, what? even be on the bench now, Dylan? If this happens, yeah, we're gonna clip this up. Oh my days! Could you imagine a Trina Sligo win? And it... All right, lads. So we've heard Dylan's prediction, his mad prediction. What do you think, Luke? How do you see this one going? Um, sorry to let you down, but I won't have a mad prediction. Um, <laughs> it's a tough game oh, again. <laughs> it's a very tough game to, you know, break down again. I think it's, um, you know, I think all the games this weekend are very tough to break down. Maybe the Shamrock Rovers game. Yeah. Um. But well, I have to say, I'll probably be leaning sort of towards a draw in this game. I think it'll be a, it'll be a good game. I think it'll be an open game for both teams. I think both teams will get at each other and cause problems. But uh, I'm going to go for a two-all draw. Oh, you hit the nail on the head there for me. I have also went with a two-all draw. I agree with most of what you said there, Luke. A uh, very competitive game. Should be a great game to watch uh, from a neutral point of view. All right, cheers, boys. Before we finish up, all right, from a neutral perspective... If you were to pick out one game for the game of the week, you know, that you'd recommend people to watch, what game would you go with, Dylan? <laughs> a 3 0, I'd assume. No, 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 no. 3 0, if, if you're not, if you're adding up Nelson on a Saturday night and you, well, the 3 0 to Sligo, yeah. uh, that, that'd be a good game. But personally, you see my predictions, I went for 3 uh, 3 between Drogs and Harps. Uh, I do think that would be a great game. So, if you're a Sligo Bulls fan and you want to watch games on a on a on a Friday night, uh, that's the game for you. Definitely, Luke. What do you think? Um, yeah, probably it'll be probably between the Shells Pats game, a draw to Finn Harps. Mm. Shells and Pats, though, I think that'll be a game. You know, on the telly, I, I think it'll be. I th- I don't think it'll be a game of real quality. I just think it's going to be a big game to watch because it's, you know, I think Pat, uh, obviously Derry coming, no, not Derry, sorry, Shell's coming in with Duff and that. Um, it's a big one, you know what I mean? Uh, so I think that'll be uh, the game possibly at the weekend. I don't think it'll be a game of real quality, though. Yeah, I guess. That makes sense. For me, I agree with what you said there. I'd probably go with Dundalk and Derry. You know, it'll be an interesting one to watch. You have a lot of new players. I'm definitely going to watch that one back if I can. See, yeah. Uh, mm. If you pay seven euro for it? Uh, I prefer not to speak. No comment. Uh, so I definitely won't be illegally streaming it because that's against my morals. So, no, uh, illegal. <laughs> so Dundalk and Derry. I'm gonna say that's gonna be the game of the week because obviously you have so many new players on both sides. New manager Steve Stevie can rekindle the the glory days of Dundalk. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one on a Friday. I will not be paying, but I will be hopefully watching it back. Um, all right. Cheers, lads. Appreciate it. Uh, so if anyone here is listening and they want to send in any pictures, any match reports or anything for the, the games of the weekend, feel free to send it into the page on Instagram. Uh, we'll feature any pictures or predictions or anything like that. 
Um, so cheers for listening, guys. We'll have a podcast week, weekly, we hope. So cheers for coming on, Dylan and Luke. Really appreciate it. No bother. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Looking forward to it. All right, see you, boys. Thanks for the pace. See you later, boys.